Who can say when or where an adventure really begins? From my point of view, this one began when some visitors arrived in Mircea's Highly, right ahead of one of the nastiest villains ever to stink up, Ersplat. Ah, disgrace our pantheon of villains. If you can disgrace a pantheon of villains, for that matter, would that be a pantheon? Never mind, CJ. Just write down what happened, and stop blabbing about yourself until you splat into the mess. Right. So, here goes. The place? The world called Earth. The continent North America. A country called United States of America. A city named Chicago. The time? Late spring, 1966. The tinny sound of transistor radios, playing the Beatles deedled through the warm air. Past the mixed aromas of cooking oil, blooming roses, diesel exhaust, and cigarettes. Deirdre Weiss automatically held her breath as she got off the bus, last as always, and the bus promptly trundled away in a roar of rusty engine noise, leaving in its stinky blue wake a lot of high schoolers talking loud enough to be heard over the music, blaring on their transistors, and lighting up their cigarettes. Deirdre sucked in another quick breath to avoid the air soup and drifted to the front of a dry-cleaning store, pretending a great interest in a poster offering to mercerize gentlemen's hats. Though the teenagers hogged the sidewalk, they stayed in clumps. She'd discovered, as long as you didn't get in their way, they ignored younger kids. She lagged behind until they turned at the corner toward the high school, then hurried straight on toward the junior high. She had a reason to get to school early. Her reason? A boy named Frederick Holmes was just then sitting down on what he privately called one of the prison benches, in a location between the cafeteria and the gym. Not many kids here this early, and he hoped none of them would come this way. He pulled from his pocket a battered copy of Fellowship of the Ring. It was beginning to fall apart. Pages were already loose, so he opened it carefully. A replacement would be 95 cents. That was a lot when you didn't have any money at all. And asking for some got you screamed at. So he opened the book with care, sinking gratefully into the familiar story. Gandalf had just arrived in the Shire when a shout-out crossed the pages. Frederick scowled, bracing, and was surprised by a plain girl face staring back, surrounded by normal light-colored hair, not the huge ratted mass the popular girls wore. Her face was just a face, without the layers of eyeliner and shadowing around the eyes, and white lipstick outlining mouths constantly chewing gum. He recognized the girl. She'd been in his classes in elementary school. Deidre? he said. She said, you still like magic stories? He looked around for the expected bullies to leap out, shrieking with laughter. So he just sat there, holding his dog-eared copy of Fellowship. Deirdre grimaced. I haven't read that, she admitted. It made my mom cry. A third surprise. Mom? Crying? Maybe this was no bully setup. Your mom read Lord of the Rings? He couldn't imagine his own mother reading a book, much less one about elves and wizards and magic rings. It just came out. No, it's been a library book for a long time, she says. 
It's just come out as a paperback. Deirdre nodded. That's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. A shriek of laughter echoed from the hallways, followed by high-pitched, squealing girl voices. There were the bullies, all right. Girl version. Susie Martin, Deirdre whispered. They looked at one another in fear, knowing that any boy and girl caught talking to each other, except, of course, for the popular kids, were in for being teased unmercifully for the next eternity, or until a new victim crossed the bully's targets, whichever came first.